1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Joining us right now on the show. He is a 10 year general manager of the Minnesota Vikings. His name is Rick Spielman. And he joins us right now on Rider than you CBS sports radio. Good morning, Rick. I truly do appreciate your time. The Cam Newton thing. Uh, when when Cam Newton makes a big deal out of something like this, right, and um, how is that discussed in NFL circles when somebody is now uh, increasingly athletes are using platforms to express themselves, but this is not anything that any NFL GM would want to bring onto their team? Am I wrong?
3: Well, yeah, I don't think anyone's paying attention. Honestly, as, as a GM, what Cam Newton thinks, I mean, he was a very good player, uh, got Carolina to a Super Bowl. Uh, there was no question about what he did for that organization. But internally, no GM is thinking right now what Cam Newton says. And when you're describing a game manager versus, if you want to call it a difference maker, if you're talking internally with your head coach or owner and, and describing your quarterback as a game manager, to me that's the definition of someone that, has to go out and manage the game, don't lose the game, but you're going to have to have an excellent running attack on the offensive side of the ball. You're going to have to play great defense and then hope your quarterback, your game manager, makes some plays but doesn't turn the ball over or doesn't lose the game for you. When you're talking about a difference maker, to me, he doesn't even have to have the Stats. The difference maker to me is when the critical situations during a game, whether it's third down conversions, two minutes before the half, uh, come from behind victories in the fourth quarter, when you're trailing, uh, how do you perform? Because I've been around a lot of quarterbacks that when the team was winning, his QBR, his passer rating was way up. As soon as the pressure got on or we were behind, then all of a sudden his QBR went down. So Mm. for me, that's the difference. A difference maker is a guy who can go out and win games, not look at his stats, but in critical situations, make the plays that need to be made where a game manager may not be able
2: to do that. So you're in one of those situations, game on the line. You can draft anybody in the NFL for that situation. Can I get your number one and number two QB difference makers? Ooh,
3: I'm still going to say, even though they're struggling, and we'll talk about him here, Patrick Mahomes, because I think he is a, a difference maker. Uh, and I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say the way Dak Prescott is playing right now, that he can make those type of plays to uh, to give Dallas uh, what they need to continue to have the success they're having.
2: And, and I think you make a great point there on, on Dallas. Rick Spielman, former Vikings general manager, joining us here on uh, right of the new CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Rick, you know, everyone wants to know if the Cowboys are different this year. What's different about them? As you well know, they haven't even made it to the conference championship game this millennium, right? We all poke fun a little bit. How could America's team be so mediocre? Americans don't sign up for that level of mediocrity. At the same time, something feels different this year. But they know as well as anybody else does that that verdict is not going to be rendered until the postseason. What do you see? that sets them apart from uh, previous Cowboy renditions?
3: I, I think the way Mike McCartney is calling the game and how him and Dak Prescott seem to be in sync, my biggest concern was if Pollard gets hurt, are they going to still be able to run the ball? But Dak is, is not a game manager. He's making plays when they need to be made. If you go back to the first Philly game, if Schumacher is one inch farther that goal, then that's a touchdown. Or if Dak doesn't run out of bounds on two point conversion, uh, that's a difference in the game as well. So I think they're playing, and I have the utmost respect for Dan Quinn. They do have a very aggressive defense. Some games they do give up some points. You saw they didn't probably play their best game versus Seattle. But the way they played against Philadelphia this past week, if that defense can play at the level it's capable of playing, and they continue to function the way they're functioning on offense. And to me, I think that's the relationship between the head coach and quarterback. They're going to be tough to beat down the
2: stretch. Rick Spielman joining us. Speaking of quarterbacks, no Justin Herber tonight, but also another lost season for the L.A. Chargers. Um, you know, look, Rick, there is a lot of people who say wins are not a quarterback stat, yet you see oftentimes... A quarterback make all the difference in the world in the win loss column. Why hasn't Justin Herbert done that for LA? Oh boy, that's <laughs> that's
3: a burning bush question, huh? Yeah. So um, I would say this, just watching last week, I mean, he was hit six times, sacked six times, he had, you know, Denver was all over him on quarterback hurries and the sacks weren't coming just from defensive linemen. Two linebackers had or sacks, two safeties had sacks, a slot corner, the Nick had a sack. Uh, I think the running backs uh, were credited for three of those six sacks, and they just didn't seem like they had any answers to what Denver's defense was throwing at them. Last year, they fired Mike uh, Lombardi at the OC, and they brought in Kellen Moore, and that really hasn't clicked because they wanted to have a better balance between the running attack in the passing game, and for some reason, that hasn't clicked. Uh, you know, losing Mike Williams was a huge part of that offense, and he's down. Keenan Allen, to me, is the only really true weapon they have. Uh, Quentin Johnston has not come through as a first-round pick. He's had too many drops, in my opinion, and needs to continue to improve. And Eckler, who's raising Kane all offseason about a new contract extension, and how running backs are getting kind of the uh, short end of the stick, I guess would be the best way to put it. Hasn't had a great year either, and he's been down. So, But you can look at Justin Herbert, but you look at that defense too. So, you know, the way that defense is played, the way they have given up uh, games at the end uh, when they get in the shootout. So I still think Justin Herbert is deservingly – Contract that he got, and I think he is a bright, bright, uh, talented young quarterback that's going to have many great years. Right now, it just seems like from top to bottom, everything is just uh dysfunctional, both on the offensive and defensive side.
2: Longtime NFL executive, GM of the Dolphins, Vikings, Rick Spielman, joining us here on Rider Than You, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, Rick, how are personnel disputes between a coach and general manager handled? I'm worried I would disagree with Mike Zimmer every single day.
3: (laughs) Hopefully what you're doing is when you're going through uh, personnel decisions and the coach is always going to be in charge of who's up for the active on game day. He's got to be responsible who he's putting in, starting, playing, not playing. Uh, but a lot of times when you have a dispute on the personnel side, you try to get together with everybody, the personnel people, the coaches, and talk through both sides of it and then come up whatever the best solution is for your organization. And Sometimes maybe the general manager is not always going to be right or the head coach is not always going to be right. But hopefully you have enough of a relationship that you can talk through all that and you can talk through it with your coaches and your scouts and come up with the best uh, solution for the organization that you're working for.
2: If the Vikings elected to move on from Kirk Cousins, would that be creating change just for the sake of it? Or does it become time to move on after a while?
3: I, w- I don't, yeah, well, you better have an alternative then. Or what would be your game plan going forward if, if Kirk is not there? Because I thought that under Kevin O'Connell, uh, he, him and Kirk were just clicking. And when they lost Justin Jefferson earlier in the year with the hamstring, it seemed like Kirk took it to another level and almost was playing at an MVP level. And they went on that win streak because they were relying on Kirk's arm because they weren't running the ball very well. And I got to give credit to – Coach Flow, Briar Flores, and how that defense is playing because they're playing lights out right now. But you can see the difference in that offense with Kirk Cousins and without him. And, uh, you know, uh, Josh Dobbs came in and did a great job for the first couple of weeks there, but uh, no no pun intended, but he came back to earth. Uh, you know, not, just kidding with the, uh, uh, you know, pastor not uh, – nickname in the, in the uh, whatever he studied, the aerospace engineering that he was. But anyway, uh, I think that that showed that Kirk Cousins is a very good quarterback in this league, and when you don't have Justin Jefferson, and what he was able to do to elevate that team and get them back in a playoff race without maybe their best player on the, on the offensive side of the ball.
2: Tom Brady shocked me recently, Rick, when he said the change that he would make to the NFL is that he would put the onus on the quarterback to protect the receivers, not on the defense. And he said, as an example, his record-setting touchdown pass to Mike Evans, he never would have thrown the pass 10 years ago. Um, it, It shocked me to hear a player in his position on the offensive side of the ball saying, the rules need to be tweaked backward in favor of the defense. Either on or off the field, what's one change you'd make to the NFL? Oh boy! <laughs> I come full I, you, filled with them. I come filled with these questions. Yeah, Rick.
3: no, you're you're bringing them out from left field here. Yes, sir. You
2: know the one one
3: thing that I think is missing that, and I understand player safety and all that, and how exciting the offense is now with all the player safety rules in. But I think that special teams are such a exciting piece of the game. And the more they eliminate the kickoff return and if there's ways to try to get that back in, but also understand the player's safety because games are won and lost sometimes uh, off of special teams and not just the kicker missing a, a PAT or a field goal. But when we had when we drafted Cordero Patterson, I mean, he was a difference maker for us as a kickoff returner. And I can't tell you how many games that he won for us. Uh, and I believe he has eight or nine or, you know, one of the top in NFL history right now in kickoff returns for touchdowns. So to me, if there was a way to make sure that we don't le- lose the special teams, because I think that is such a critical piece of the game. And, and you're seeing some of these games being decided on, uh, you know, the Tennessee-Indianapolis game where they had two blocked punts, what made a difference in that game. So to me, I hopefully that they'll continue to, to make sure that special teams are, are a part of the game without taking too much more away from it.
2: We have 60 seconds, Rick. You are the proud parent of six beautiful adopted kids. I am the proud uh, parent of one bonus son recently married. There are days, Rick, where I feel like I'm clinging to life. In 30 seconds or less, do you have any parental advice for me?
3: Uh, yeah, just uh, grin and bear it. <laughs> <I would
2: say. laughs> you have Great. no choice. Yeah. That's, the, that's <laughs> phenomenal advice, Rick. Phenomenal <laughs> advice, and I appreciate it so very much. Really good to catch up with you, sir. Uh, thank you so much for the time, and happy holidays to you and yours.
3: And yours as well. And Thanks for having me on this morning.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?